Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Ah! I got you. That's two days in a row. You so, heard it. Two days in a row. So I come in with ah, the roar, whatever they want to call it, and uh, I like to just clear my throat and get fired up. And uh, there's these little knobs on the board that Paulie slides stuff up and down to try to regulate who's talking, who's not talking, what can be heard, blah blah blah. And uh, when I snap my ah at him, he flinches and he knocks, he knocks the knob off. He knocks the knob off. I got him to knock the knob off two days in a row. I need someone to knock my knob off, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ladies. What, what, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I think I took this and I shouldn't have taken it. Is this Mimi Griswold's? Yeah, okay. probably. Yeah, yeah, let me give that to you. Highly confidential email. Yeah. Mixed in with the show prep. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got all over well, you. Don't put him there. The camera can see them, whatever they are. Give yeah. them to me. Do you really yeah, think it's top secret? Give them to me. They're, they're wow. wow. Really? What really? do you think is on those? I don't know. It might be something. See, I'm, I am I go right to conspiracy theorists. So Josh <laughs> has told Mimi something that he's afraid we might read. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they're just live reads for like... Yeah, Josh is in there going. For actually football games. You know, what Mimi just did to me, she goes, I said, well, let me talk to you in private. And I closed the door to talk to her. And she, she put her hand over her ear like she was listening to something. And then she ran down the hallway. And I went, what's that? She goes, that's my impersonation of you. <laughs> I tell you something and you run off and tell everyone. Oh, then tell us. What are you talking about? What? She calling <laughs> she's calling you a mole. No, you're she's a mole. Call, she's calling me a, a, a rat. Yeah. She wow. thinks I'm a rat, not a mole. A mole, listen, to become a mole takes work. <laughs> you you have to work at being you a mole. You need to work on multiple mole levels. Yeah, you have to. Listen, a mole can't even see. A mole can't even see. I see everything. You No, you, you don't see anything. You see, you, you were spotted me. yesterday uh, talking to the great one outside the building, so you're up to something. You're up to something. Was I spotted? You were great spotted. One was, great one was coming in hard with uh, a request for me to help him out with a private situation. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are coming up. He wants me to take a dive, is what he wants me to do. He wants me to take a dive. The, this is what the, is the great one? Mind if I talked about it? This is uh, the weird thing that happens in this building. Like, people will come and go, I, I saw Daniel talking talking to the boss. Well, I can say, uh, I can say yeah, it is. It's very you're like, incestuous. So? so what? So here's, here's, here's how I can talk about uh, my conversation with the great one. He has a friend mm-hmm. who wants to pursue my profession. And so he... Uh, he kind of doesn't acting. Or, all right, yes, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. That would still be my profession. All right, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Despite, despite being here, when you want someone a little. Um, isn't there another Baldwin he could right. <laughs> Is there someone else I could testify? Right. Maybe he's going for the unsuccessful one. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? You got a lot of free time. 100, 138 <laughs> movies. How dare you? You're the most available Baldwin, I guess. Because <laughs> I'm the one he's had access to. That's yeah. for sure. Right. Uh, and so. He wants to point out to this person that uh, you know, it's a it's a hard road. You know, mm-hmm. it's not an easy thing to go do, and uh, and this is a a person that has had life pretty simple and you know and, and easy for him. So uh, he wants me to have a conversation with this person. So 
talk to him about. Or you just say, look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> Do you see this? How, look, uh, how dare you? No, I this actually think... As I turn... By the way, I have an announcement to make. Yes. Because I, I have gone ahead and spoken to some financiers. Mm. Uh, and I have spoken to uh, a couple of our other people that are pretty influential in the community. It turns out that a very good friend of myself and this company... Um, has a, a potential deal with Netflix. So I did not know this after mm -hmm. my conversation with you guys yesterday. So the, here's the idea. The idea is to come in here with multiple cameras and film what we're doing on the show all week long and just let the cameras roll. A mm -hmm. tight shot on you, a tight shot on you, a tight shot on me, and a wide master, which is um, similar to what we're doing with the Facebook thing. Even though you can't see anyone's face, it's a terrible shot. Um, so, so, so with that said, but the other camera could be behind that to pick up the Facebook mm -hmm. shot because that's part of what we talk about that we're on Facebook and so on. The point of it is you do a week's worth of shooting in here and then you write an episode of our show around the fact that we're on an ESPN radio show. So you would probably want to eliminate times where we make reference to the Daniel Baldwin show because I don't think I want it to be about me personally, that's more of a reality show. We'd call this something else for for that ep for the episode, um, the big show, whatever we're gonna call it. And we shoot episodes around the footage that we have in here and create storylines around what we shoot in here and then submit it as a series. You're in, right? I'm you always in. You can act. I can act. Are you gonna act? I played a flying monkey in uh, The Wizard of Oz in second grade. What you do at your blue boy meetings are none of my <laughs> wow. business, young man. I was a flying monkey once. <laughs> Um, and, and you, and you, and you, you know, I think you're going to deliver the goods. I think you can do it. I think God, you need I hope so. I hope I deliver some goods somewhere in my life. But think about it. Yeah. Because if we, now in the beginning, doing it the way we're talking about doing it, there wouldn't really be a lot of money involved. But should we get picked up by somebody like a Netflix? Mm -hmm. Oh. It's party, bro. So it's like, <laughs> it's party. So, it would be like, so it would be like WKRP written around actual radio. But but that's my point, yeah. is that we're actually doing radio, we're actually talking about, we have stories to talk about in sports right now, and provided we get the episode shot and get them out in a timely fashion, we don't have to write any of this part. Do I got to lose any weight? Yes. No, I don't think you have to lose Because we want to make you no, think past five Because the seasons. fatter you are, the better I look. Yes. So. All right. See it up. <laughs> now, another question for you. Okay. So I, it, I'm just going to tell you, it's not in a quatrain yet. It's not, I'm not saying that I've had a vision yet, but I am going to tell you, I'm coming to the Clemson game. I, I smell something special. I'm just saying. I'm just there's something about that keeps resonating to me. Go to this game, go to this game, go to this game. So I looked at it. It's a 13-hour drive to get down there. So you're insane. You want to talk about a a show? There's a show. If we put a camera in the car, <laughs> right, you drive? need the car. <laughs> no, I gotta, I'm going to bring the kids. So I got two okay. questions. You stay. You get there Where separately. do I fly? <laughs> Where do I fly to to be as close as I can to Clemson? Uh, do you even know because you've ever flown No, there? he's never flown. That's no, right. it's where know. we stay down he's worthless. there. Well, the town is Clemson, is it yeah, not? Yeah, you don't fly into Clemson. Well, of course you There's don't. a bigger town right there that we stay in. It's like an hour away. What is it? I, I got to look Greensboro? Oconee? We... Is it Oconee County Regional Airport? No. It's got to be an airport that flies from Syracuse. I'm driving from there. So well, Greenville, Spartanburg? Yeah, yeah, Greenville, but you're probably going to have to fly into New York or Philly to get there. No. So well, here's what, I'm, what you're not hearing. You can fly into Charlotte. You can fly in from Syracuse. I want to fly in, get in a rental car, and drive the rest of the way. Well, then probably Charlotte that I'm guessing. And how far is it from Charlotte? Probably 
three hours. It's three more hours from Charlotte? What about Charleston? Then, What's the date of that Carolina? game? What's the date of that game? Why, are, why is everybody asking me questions? November, the 29th. 29th? September. Yeah, we got to oh. figure this out. We got to figure out. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. And I'm bringing the kids. So the kids and I are flying down. We're going to see this game. It's happening. Why? Why Why'd you decide this one? I, you know what? I just I feel it. You feel a win at Clemson? I feel something. Are you back sp- on drugs? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just being bad. my crap, the crappy Baldwin to do the show. I love I might, you. Oh, I might as well be on, le- let's call Levitard. <laughs> Josh just crushed you and Syracuse. <laughs> one swoop, one swoop. Seriously. Where's Coach Babers? Call in, Coach. Uh, Someone get the word to Coach Babers to call in. I'm coming. I'm coming. So who do I call? Do I call Clemson? I'm you not can, calling Wild Hack. That's worthless to call to get tickets. You uh, know what happened to me there? StubHub. Yeah, I better do that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I called. I called uh, Wild Hack's office. He gave me the name of a guy to call. Uh, I call this guy, and he sends me the three hundred and eighty dollar bill. Here's how you. Here's here's how you pay. I went. You don't comp me tickets to come to the game uh, when I'm an ESPN reporter, do a show, and I'm an actor, and blah blah. blah. You have that many people. I looked at the stands at the Syracuse game. They're empty. That's because of your marketing department at SU. You need help. So there it is. It's said. Smoke alarms are going off in here. It said. Get a hot take on that one. Give me a hot take. Oh, my God. I want a hot take on it. Marketing department needs work at SU. You need work. All right. You can fly into Douglas Airport. Because you have crappy policies. Oh, jeez. That's why. I need a I need a resume sent out immediately. I'm gonna, you're gonna Give bring, me a hot take. I want I'm a hot trying. take. I want a hot take. The hot take today. SU's marketing department sucks. Oh my god. Hot take coming from Baldwin. Oh. Repeat it around. Let them know I said it. You're terrible. Oh. You're terrible. You don't get it. You don't get the business. No. You don't okay. get how it works. There you go. I get to your hot take? Here comes. That take was so hot. Yeah. yeah. The fire department is on the way. Yeah. Like There's it. like other things playing under it. Oh. I like it. I need a day off. <laughs> You're about to get a life off. <laughs> I, I know. If, you, if I go down because of Baldwin, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Send your hate mail, too. Yeah, yeah. Send that to www.polythemold.com. Baldwini.com. Yeah. Send it in. Uh, Send it in. Wow. Yeah. I would just. I'm buy taking the, the gloves off today. I'm taking would, the gloves off. I would. Yeah, Why? Who angered you? Let me l- listen. Okay, listen. Listen. When you have to, and you think that it's it's it, people have said to me, well, that's a uh, you're you're expecting a lot because you're an actor. No, 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 no. Because you're not walking through the Syracuse game, having people ask me to sign an autograph mm-hmm. or take pictures or do nice things, which I never say no to do. I stop every time and take the picture. I tolerate stuff with my kids. I tolerate, And I do it because it's the right thing to do. It's the kind, polite, Christian thing to do. That's the exchange that you're seen on camera and you're seen by fans and you're seen by people and that you're kind and considerate. And guess what? You give that guy the tickets. So now I'm never going to ask you again, but I'm going to tell what a crappy marketing department you have every time I get a chance. So that's that. Now, now what I want to do well, he's panting. is not get He's boy, out of air. Boy, he's out of air. Get a brown bag. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, so now, now what? Now watch, watch this. On the break, uh, I'm going to contact Clemson University, and I'm going to say, I'd like to come to the game. I do an ESPN show, uh, blah blah. I watch them go. Would you like a car to pick you up at the airport, uh, Mr. Bowen? Would you? Uh, did you need a room to stay in? Did you need? Watch, watch, watch. That's why they're Clemson, and they're ranked number two. Take me to Crows. And they, get, <laughs> <laughs> and they pack the stands with their student body. Pack the stands with their student body. I'm coming for you. Pack it. Oh, come on, Florida. It's a big one. Oh, it's a big one. Oh, we, it's a big one. We, it's a big one. I'm coming well, for it. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was Fred Sanford would do that one. <laughs> it's a big count. one, Weezy. Oh. <laughs> Paulie is ghost white. Let's you might have got him fired from both of his jobs. <laughs> wow. That'd be amazing. Why, why don't we let... Get Alec on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend. <laughs> I need money. I guarantee he's going to agree with me. I guarantee okay. he's going to agree with me. Guarantee. We don't need him. Stands are empty. Let's go to break. I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Uh, um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Ugh. Sales people drive me insane. Go ahead, Jack. Sorry. <laughs> Did you guys see that Keegan Brewer punt return that got social media coverage over the weekend? So basically, uh, North Texas sophomore Keegan Brewer... You caught said, the punt return, stood there. I saw that. But he never downed it. Yeah, he never waved a fair catch. Never he, waved a fair catch. Everybody stopped, and then he ran it in for a touchdown. a little bit and then took off. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Well, the NCAA has, has ruled that, uh, that that was allowed to do, but no one can do it ever again, though. Why they can't they ever do it again? It. They said, gonna yeah, they said killed. it was uh, the play is a risk. Uh, it leaves you unshielded. Blah blah blah. Number oh, committee gave their way. Uh, it's an unfair catch. All these things. Do you know what was better than that? It's an unsportsmanlike the, conduct. No. Do you ever see the TCU? So take the unsportsmanlike conduct and score the touchdown. Yeah. Um, it's assessed on the kickoff, isn't it? No, it'd be assessed from right where from you the, the ball. Oh, it's, a, it's a spot foul. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, how about the uh, the kid? For, have you ever seen the kid from TCU? He turns around. And the end zone is painted in the color of the uniform. Mm-hmm. So he lays down before the kickoff, and you can't see him. He lays down, helmet He's down, camouflaged, face down. Yeah. He's camouflaged. And then they turn around, they kick the ball off. The guy catches the ball on the other side of the end zone, starts to run out, stops. The kid pops up and starts to run. They throw a lateral to him, and he scores a touchdown. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's from 2014. That's awesome. That's beautiful. That's, um, Not uh, a so what. Not a so what. That's a military grade punt return in there. FanDuel. Are you trying to be funny? (laughs) I've failed miserably. FanDuel will not honor a bet that was their error. There was a line error paying a man $82,000. They will not pay out on the bet. Now, let me tell you what the bet was. Okay, let's hear it. For 18 seconds on FanDuel.com, the uh, Denver Broncos were listed as a 750 to 1 long shot. It was plus 75,000. This guy saw it, bet $110 on it. They won, meaning he was due $82,000. Well, it was a line error. They were not supposed to be 750 uh, I think he's got a lawsuit there. They, li- they put it up. This is what, this is what his lawyer is saying. Yeah, for sure. They have offered him in exchange $500 in three Giants games. To go tickets to three no. Giants games. The, uh, no. I was also reading this article that Vegas normally pays the bet out. Yeah, and then and you're then, banned. And then you're banned from betting at that casino again because you took advantage of a mistake. So. Yeah, I, that's not a so what. They're going to they're gonna lose that. They're, they're going to lose it. They're going to lose it. 
Are you What's trying next? To, you're trying to call, well, you're trying to make a phone call. Are we call interrupting here. you? Or is <laughs> I'm calling Clemson. Yeah, I'm going to get this locked down. Break? I am doing it during the break. I'm going to break from you. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. Give me another so what I commented on it. Another betting story uh, of a man who played a Vegas sports book. <laughs> he managed to pick all 15 games on Sunday and Monday, the correct winner for each game, and he won over $84,000. So he hit a 15 15- Parlay? Yeah. yeah. 15 it was, it, team parlay? Yeah. It was... What uh, did that say? That had to pay a million, millions of dollars. 84,000. Okay, so they, didn't, they don't pay like a point... They don't bet on point spreads or whatnot. They bet just straight on the winner or loser. Oh, yeah. yeah just picked the winner or loser. Yeah, it was but a, still, yeah. to turn around, usually the way it goes, mathematically is, it's like a pyramid thing mm-hmm. where you... If you get one, then one goes to two, two goes to three, and then by the time you're up to nine, yeah, it's like a two hundred to one. Then it goes to five hundred to one. Then it goes, it, it's astronomical. So did he bet a dollar and one eighty four five dollars? Five dollars. That's what I mean. So what's the problem with dollars? There's no problem. That one is didn't paid out. They're he paying went, this guy. Yeah, he legally did. Thank yeah. God. Two He's gambling not on Fanduel. Former adult star. What are you looking at? I'm trying to find the odds of. The odds are some sixteen six, games. Sixteen uh, games over sixteen thousand to one. I had the actual number, but I closed it off. Uh, <laughs> You're about to pull up a story that is. I pulled myself. I, I love this story. Go ahead. Former adult star Mia Khalifa is starting a GoFundMe Can't to have Willie Taggart fired from Florida State. I love. Think about the I, things that will go down in history as the 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 high and low point of your career <laughs> and to be this coach to be Willie Taggart to have the former porn star who is an FSU graduate by the way um, to turn around and say I hear her work is very good her work is a very good a friend told me yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, her, listen her parents are so proud are so proud she went very deep to get that degree <laughs> yes she did there, she's did. trying to raise money to buy him out of his contract it's like 21 million dollars well, well FSU is not playing very well and so she has to swallow her pride <laughs> when she goes I get it other players. I get thank it thank you very much this opportunity doesn't come around very often. <laughs> hey, hey, Should we keep going? And <laughs> before you have to hit the rip. <laughs> I believe that this was a discussion on yesterday's Daniel Baldwin. Please bring it. Which coach in the NFL has the highest odds of being fired this season? Oh my god, it's gotta be McDermott. He's done. He's Mc- done before. He's done. Yeah. McDermott is the favorite. He's out. He listen, the fact that that he va- here's the thing, if you come out and I just said this to to the boys to Alex and some of the boys in the uh, uh, in the computer room, I said, look, if he had come out and said this is a rebuilding year for sure, we got a new quarterback, but the fact that he pussyfooted around with Peterman and started him when he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL, I would rather have Josh Allen come in and play and take his lumps. And 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 but make sure that you explain to Allen, hey, this is going to be an uphill uh, uphill battle for a couple of seasons. We're rebuilding, and get that out there rather than talking about how you're going to compete and how you're, you're not going to compete. You're not. You're going if they win three games, and and Paulie said if they win a game, I think though that playing up there in that weather and there's going to be teams that are going to go up there that are going to struggle. And once this kid gets you know some experience behind him, you, you may be surprised at what they can do up there. They they could win a couple of games for sure. That's for sure. But I, I wouldn't shock me if they were zero and sixteen. It wouldn't shock. But me. what would you say McDermott's doing wrong? What's his fireable offenses? Well, listen, 
it's about it's the same thing as about making money as it is in a business and 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 and, and winning. I I doubt because there's not a lot going on up in Buffalo that you're going to see a huge decrease in, but you probably will see some decrease if you're going to go to watch a team because you're going to watch your team get blown out and you want to watch the Cowboys play. You know, I mean, you just want to be there mm-hmm. to see the Cowboys. If you don't think that you have a legitimate chance of winning, it's no difference in losing money. People are going to stop coming, mm-hmm. particularly with the inclement weather that they have up there. So if you don't think you have a shot at doing it and you're 0-10 – and you're about to go 0-11 because you're playing a powerhouse team at home, mm-hmm. I don't think you want to go see that. So so there's one reason. But the other thing is, let's face it, the determination like it is, hey, I opened a restaurant, the food is really good, the reviews are really good, how much money is the restaurant making versus how much money do I have to spend as the investor? And if the restaurant's re- making money, that's successful. That's a successful restaurant. A McDonald's that has a lot of drive through is successful. So if I'm the investor, what I really want to know is what's the bottom line? Well, the bottom line in a professional sports franchise is are you winning or not? Now, we're willing to tolerate knowing going into this season that he's not going to have a great year. He's not going to have a, a, even a 500 year. But you should address that honestly. Instead, of, instead of, I, I think that um, I think that his preseason words and, and, and how he's attacked this instead of being very realistic about what the outcome of the season is going to be is going to be his downfall because he has falsely led people to believe that they could be better than they're going to be, I think, which means expectations are higher. Mm-hmm. We're going off of what he says. I think he's done. I think he's done before half the season. They got to fire him. He's gone. Bye. Just uh, so you got anything? Just so you know, yeah, $121 of the the $21 million to buy out Willie Taggart, his... Uh, That's the GoFundMe has been yeah. raised? So just the tip is... Ah, <laughs> right! It has been wow. raised. <laughs> I think that Taggart's getting the shaft myself. Oh, <laughs> no! Go to break. Hey, okay, now! <laughs> Let's go to break. We'll be right back with more of the Daniel Baldwin Porner Show. <laughs> this is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. Well, I gotta update these bump songs. They're old. Sorry. What does that mean? The music's old. He's giving himself notes. He's yeah. just bumping. You know, as yeah, I yeah, go yeah, through yeah. some of the more obscure things, because I like to get you know deep into the stories. You know, when you're looking up headline stories, you get the big stuff that's happening and who's doing what and blah blah blah. But as you go deeper, there's a great story. Are we still talking about Mia Khalifa? <laughs> 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 well, I'm going a little deeper. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's the only way I know to go. Bring Robin in the studio, please. All right. Um, so you wonder, with all the hype and all the stuff that went on with LeVar Ball and how uh, you know outside the box he was and how loud he was, and he has gotten really, really quiet. Now, if you remember, Paulie and Josh, I suggested to you, they will trade this kid before they're going to offend uh, LeBron and before they're going to cause trouble. Well, Bill Simmons says he believes that they have been paying LeVar Ball to shut up, that they're actually paying him hush money. And I got to tell you, I believe it. I believe the only chance this kid has of staying on the team is if this father shuts up. And he hasn't shut up for anybody for any other reason. He's challenging Michael Jordan to play one-on-one basketball. He's, He's pretty crazy. So... Why has he suddenly been so quiet? Because they will get rid of this kid. They'll get rid of him before they let this guy be a cancer. And on top of that, the idea that they're paying him money to be quiet makes perfect sense to me. Oh, I would do it too. 
But do you think do you do you think they actually? I, I guess yes. They, I, I, yeah, I, it's very likely that they would do that. And, yeah, for sure. Jeannie Bus digging in deep. Do we need to get Jeannie on the phone and ask her? <laughs> wow, I like it. I can't imagine. Like he has gone radio. Everything he's touched though in the past two years has turned into an absolute turd. That sending his kids overseas, that stupid league he created. Oh my god, it was so bad. So that might be also part of the reason he's quieted down, but he he has to, there has to be something forcing him to be quiet at this point. Well, it reminded me b- back when I played a lot more basketball, which by the way, I played at the Y yesterday and my legs are killing me from playing full court yesterday. But back when I played more I basketball. I still got a dunk on you, don't I? You, should, you know what? I got I to gotta hook How up great you. was it? We, we're bouncing right now. How great was it when we went for the Punta Stella tryout? Mm-hmm. Did you not feel good that you were running around and doing no, something? No, I felt like I was going to die. You didn't feel good about yourself for doing it? No, I felt terrible about myself because I'm in terrible shape. Is there anything positive that came from the experience? <laughs> I got to spend time with you. And that was wow. really... That was really... Let's wait a while. <laughs> the icing on the cake. Before it's too late. So... I went and played basketball, and it reminded me, this story reminds me of um, the league that he created. Shelton Jones and Walter Berry both were from Amityville, the, the adjoining town from us. So when you wanted to play and highlight your skills, you went down to John J. Burns Park. And if you could play on the main court at John J. Burns Park, you were a basketball player. Mm-hmm. So I could play on that court. Obviously, I wasn't in the same league. But if you got Shelton on your team, or if you got... Uh, Walter on your team. Mm-hmm. If you didn't give them the ball almost every time you went down the court, right. you kind of people looked at you like, right, "What are you right, doing?" Because right, right. they had such thunderous dunks and they had such crazy stuff. Here comes Throbbing Robin, my wife, wow. delivering a Starbucks. Robin all in black. Hello, Robin. Would you like to come out in front of Is the camera? Is there a show going on? <laughs> uh, uh, wow, she's just so beautiful. Hey, so we got to call her. This call show her? is bouncing around like a ping pong. What's take to call her? Pat, what up? Pat, what do you got? Daniel, you got to revisit that hot take because, man, as as your colleagues may know, you, you're you're talking to the guy who's been preaching that about the marketing for for a oh, decade, geez. and there's a different oh. problem with the basketball versus the football. What's that? Well, obviously, with, with basketball, it's it's the resell, and I mean, you, we we sell enough tickets, but you get on average anywhere from four to seven thousand no shows. Now, you you can't force people to go to the game and miss soccer practice. I get that, but there needs to be something organized online like other colleges have where a season ticket holder, if they can't go to the game, they can electronically transfer it back to the box office, and the box office can sell it and sell it at, at the value that it needs to be for that game. That's how you resell tickets. I well, mean, Well, here, here's, here, here's, how, here's the story we got, and I remember when the story came in, and I thought, well, that doesn't seem accurate at all. There was some national ranking that came out that put Syracuse as the number one school for student involvement as far as as, as participation of the students in the in the stands. Now, I went to the game against Florida State, and I looked, and it was at best one third to half full of where in the in the Syracuse student section. Now, granted, it wasn't Clemson; you're not playing the number two team, but it is Florida State. It's a home game in the dome. The weather wasn't bad. There's none of the excuses you could make. So that information was not accurate. It was not accurate. So when you go to a Clemson game, I promise you, even Syracuse, who's not like they're playing Alabama or somebody, when Syracuse comes, that student body section will be packed at Clemson. So what are we not doing here to fill those stands? Should we be 
maybe giving some of the tickets away. But it, it, the presence of having 50,000 people there has a big impact on the game. I can tell you what the problem uh, is. Okay, tell it's, us what the problem it's, is. It's a culture problem. Uh, with football, anyways. Basketball, it's not an issue. Okay. But Syracuse football has been bad so long that there's groups of students that haven't been alive when Syracuse football was good. Right. And it's been a progression of fans, not the kids not going to the games because it was a waste of four hours uh, on a Saturday afternoon. And, and but there are th- other programs that have not been, you know, that are yeah. going to be ranked number 35, number 40. Gentlemen. Th- yes. Gentlemen, let me just say one, one, one more thing. Go ahead. Um, if, 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 if you want the model for, for how to be as a fan base, go look at Indiana basketball when they stunk. Right, and they stunk for a long, long time in basketball. People still went to the games, and I do disagree that we don't have a problem in basketball. When you're in the Carrier Dome and you have as many no shows and empty seats, it becomes a steel, a cave of nonsense. It's 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 not fun. It is not fun. I mean, you can talk at a regular volume and people can hear you because it's not like you're sitting at Manly Fieldhouse where it's you know a little bit more intimate. So. If, if you're going to have the Dome, it's not like the 80s and 90s where it's just going to fill itself naturally. Now, obviously, when you're a top-10 team and, and, and you have a good opponent, it will fill itself. But, but Pat, here, 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 yeah. to further what you're saying, here's the point that I'm trying to make. As somebody who has traveled the globe to the World Cup, to the to, to, I've sang with the band at the Super Bowl, for God's sake. So I've been around sports for a long time. As somebody who is going to sit in front of a microphone and report about my experience of seeing the Syracuse Yukon game, of seeing the Syracuse ball, and I have to call and say, hey, I need three tickets, and they go, yeah, here's the Ticketmaster phone number, good luck. That tells me that the marketing department isn't savvy enough to say, we want guys like this guy. We want certain people for sure who are going to get the word out on a local radio station. So that makes me say, wow, they don't know what they're doing in the marketing department, which is why part of the reason, part of the reason why there's so many empty seats. As someone who travels a lot to every basketball game, yeah, Syracuse basketball does not have a problem. There's no shows at every arena. Right. You know, and is the... Is the between breaks part of the the game not as entertaining as other places? Yes, but as far as crowd participation, people showing up to games, it's no, it, it's better than ninety percent of the places I see on a you know on a on a well, yearly basis. Well, that's Pat's take on it. Was was he incorporated basketball? Yeah, yeah. What I'm what I'm looking at though is is that what you do is it and what you what I would do. Okay, is I would reach out to certain sectors of the community and give away ten packs. Just give them away. I'd give each high school in the entire all in all of Syracuse. When you have twenty thousand seats, twenty thousand seats that are empty, twenty thousand mm-hmm. seats. You give away 50 10-packs, you give away 500 seats to whatever the competition. You want to get them to come with their family so that they see that the experience of coming to a game, who has forgotten since the winning seasons, these are the types of things. You don't worry about whether or not when the seat's going to be empty, that thousands of them are going to... So there's incentives and things that you could be doing, and that certainly if I was in charge of it, I would be doing. Um, to to incentivize and get people to feel the one act in town right now is Syracuse football. There are no pro teams that are in the that are in the the majors. You know there are other uh, you know junior hockey and, and 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 minor league stuff that's going on. But 
this is the draw. Syracuse University is the draw, particularly for football and basketball. Now, when you say basketball, you talk about national titles, Final Fours, Jim Beheim. It's a no-brainer. Even in an off year, you've got a pretty busy you know, uh, fan base that are coming to the games. But in the football, when, I, when I've gone, even for big games... There's been quite a few seats, you know, in, in different parts of it that are wide open. And when you look at buying the tickets privately, oh my God! If you go on uh, Vivid Seats or whatever, which is the fan selling his seat, it, it's there's thousands of seats available for people that would rather just sell the seat than go. The university is in control of a lot of those tickets. And my my thing is, I think you need to, you know, when when we had John Wildhack on the show, John talked about the new revamping of the stadium, and I think John. You know, he can do only so much himself. He has people that work underneath him that work in marketing and this and that and so on and so forth that, that perhaps, you know, is who I'm, t- I'm speaking to more than I'm speaking to John. Um, but the, the point that I want to make is, is that he talked about the restaurants and, and are we going to upgrade the restaurants? Now, I will tell you as somebody who has gone to every Major League Baseball venue, every new stadium, every football stadium. You know, I've been to everything there is to go to in this country. Okay. And so with that said, the food at the university is not very healthy food. There aren't a lot of options to do. There's popcorn, there's pretzels, there's cheesy uh, uh, nachos with jalapenos on it. There's pizza there. You don't have a lot of options that are there. And I think John's was on to something really smart, which is why try to turn around what we do? There's lots of people that want to eat that food. Let's not take a dent out of that. But what if we put four restaurants that are local restaurants? What if we put the Gem Diner and we put uh, you know one of the Chinese food places? You know what? That's a great idea. To, I know for me, I don't want to eat there. I don't want my I don't want my kids to eat that food. I don't. That that's not food that I want that I'm, that that I'm thinking is good for them or that's healthy for them. And even in upstate New York, people are swinging that way. They want to go to Wegmans. They want to go to Whole Foods. They want to buy organic. They want to buy healthier stuff for their kids. We've learned diabetes and different things that's happened. You know, and and overweight and obesity and so on. So that's a great move on Wild Hacks part. When's that going to happen? That's a great idea. And those are the types of progressive things that they need to change with the times, the university, and how they run their football and how they run. They have to change with that time. You you ready for this? Uh, this may be a hot take. Okay. Everybody Ooh. griping about Ooh. the crowds. Ooh. I'm looking at the schedule. Yeah. I think that you, if Syracuse goes, beats Pittsburgh, loses at Clemson, you know, they got one loss rolling into a two-weekend. We're going to have two. One of those two games will be the biggest crowds in years. For a Syracuse football Well, game. one thing for sure. If Syracuse at any point in the season has five wins, and the next win means they go to a bowl <laughs> game for the first time in a, in a long time, I, that's going to be a big crowd. I feel like I can't use the the North Carolina game because it's homecoming, so there'll be that's like a built-in crowd. I, because homecoming draws that many more Syracuse University students? Alumni, yeah. So, oh, alumni. Yeah, so. That's current ticket availability for UConn this weekend. Blue dots are tickets that are available. Yeah, so do, is there a count? Is there a count? No, it doesn't give you the count, but it looks you can kind of judge by, all right, well, this is all sold, this is all sold. The blue are the available seats. I think that's sold pretty good. Yeah, for UConn. Yes, that's very good. Yeah, so that's, far. I, I think that looks promising for UConn. And that's also, but, but, but I want you to remember something. Of how many, see, here's the part you got to remember. So you take a look at this chart. You can't see this chart out there, but it is certainly... Three quarters of the seats, it looks mm-hmm. like, or yeah. pr- pretty close to that. Now, of those seats, guess how many of those are available to buy privately? Probably half. Oh, so, so those people aren't coming to the game. 
Those people have their seats. So if I go online, because this is how I get my seats, because Syracuse University is this uh, morning enough to give me mine. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep dwelling on. You know. What, you know what? I can't wait. I can't wait for the offer so I can tell them no. Thank you. We got to take a quick break. I don't want to owe you anything. <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We're you're, dead to, you're dead to me. Okay. No. This is the Ta-da! Baldwin Show. Again. Stop doing it. That's just worth worth watching on Facebook. You see Paulie jump every time. <laughs> this hour of the Daniel Baldwin Show is brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria and sure Baldwinsville Gentle Dentistry. You know what? Go to sleepwellbville.com. We got one minute. I'm going into Baldwinsville Gentle Dentistry, and I'm, uh, I've gotten some work done. I've got the whole outline right now, the big plan about how we're going to replace some of the teeth that I knocked out You're of my head. you on the denture shit? I'm not on the dentures. Um, the thing, my my, my uh, prosthesis in the front is all fake. All the whole thing's fake. All of it. I got no It comes tooth. out? No, it doesn't oh. come out permanently. Hardwired. <laughs> hardwired in there. So you've got implants? I have implants that need to go two here and one here. Uh, and I've got, um, and now this bridge on the bottom. So they have, this is the best place on the planet to go to, by the way. I mean, they made me feel so comfortable, so good. I'm so excited about it. Uh, you know what was great happened at the uh, football game I didn't mention to you? What? Lisa from uh, Gomez and Lisa is the sideline girl announcing stuff at the Syracuse game. Yeah, and uh, James Mungro and uh, someone else. Very the, exciting. The girl from Bridge Street. Very exciting to see Lisa on the sidelines. Yeah, one of her, her husband's like one of the somebody's there. We got a lot of information. <laughs> she, we got got a, a lot she got of a husband right, we got 10 somebody? seconds here. Right. Everybody have a good night. You go to the game. And is, is UConn home? UConn no. is home. UConn's home. Yes. Wow. I'm going to go buy tickets today. All right. <laughs> <laughs>